This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. OpenAI wants to build new artificial intelligence training data sets. Microsoft was a wee bit concerned about OpenAI's ChatGPT. And basically, all of Maine had data stolen back in the spring. It's Friday, November 10th, and this is Engadget Today. The latest tech news with a bit of tranquility with your morning coffee. OpenAI is rolling out a new partnership program to collect data sets from third parties that it intends to use to train its AI models. The initiative will seek large-scale private and public information that it says is not already easily accessible online to the public. The company says the data it will collect doesn't necessarily have to be quantitative or in text formats. The program will also accept images, audio, or video. Notably, the company says it's on the lookout for data on any topic and in any language, so long as it expresses human intention, which it likens to long-form essays or transcribed conversations. Human-centric data collected by OpenAI is expected to help the company improve tools like its automatic speech recognition technology, which is used to transcribe spoken words. This initiative also lines up with ChatGPT's recent expansion to support voice queries to engage with users in a conversational manner. Exposing its AI models to more information that teaches it how to hold up in human-like conversations will only further improve this feature and other tools that will follow and function. If a private or public organization wants to participate in the program, a representative can submit a form on the company's website and share information on the data type and size that they intend to share. ChatGPT has already set records for its soaring user base. It has about 100 million weekly active users around the world, meaning privacy will only continue to be a focal point for the tool, which leads us into our next story. According to a CNBC report, Microsoft temporarily prohibited its employees from using ChatGPT due to security and data concerns. The company announced the rule in an internal website and even blocked corporate devices from being able to access the AI chatbot. While several tech companies had prohibited or had at least discouraged the internal use of ChatGPT in the past, Microsoft doing the same thing was certainly curious, seeing as it's OpenAI's biggest and most prominent investor. In January, Microsoft pledged to invest $10 billion in ChatGPT's developer over the next few years after pouring $3 billion into the company in the past. The AI-powered tools it rolled out for its products, such as Bing's chatbot, also use OpenAI's large language model. 
But Microsoft reportedly said in its note that while it is true that the company has invested in OpenAI and that ChatGPT has built-in safeguards to prevent improper use, the website is nevertheless a third-party external service. It advised its employees to exercise caution. ChatGPT's Microsoft ban was not expected, but it was also swift. CNBC says that after it published its story, Microsoft quickly restored access to the chatbot. It also reportedly removed the language in its advisory, saying that it was blocking the chat app and design software Canva. A company spokesperson told the news organization that the ban was a mistake, despite the advisory explicitly mentioning ChatGPT, and that Microsoft restored access to it as soon as it realized its error. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The state agencies of Maine fell victim to cyber criminals who exploited a vulnerability in the MoveIt file transfer tool making them the latest addition to the growing list of entities affected by the massive hack involving the software. In a notice the government published about the incident, it said the event impacted approximately 1.3 million individuals, which basically makes up the state's whole population. The state first caught wind of the software vulnerability in movement on May 31st, and found that cyber criminals were able to access and download files from its various agencies on May 28th and 29th. While the nature of stolen data varies person to person based on their interaction with a particular agency, the notice says that the bad actors had stolen names, social security numbers, birth dates, driver's license, and state identification numbers, as well as taxpayer identification numbers. In some cases, they were also able to get away with people's medical and health insurance information. Over 50% of the stolen data came from the Maine Department of Health and Human Services. As TechCrunch noted, the Klopp ransomware gang that's believed to be behind previously reported incidents has yet to release data stolen from Maine's agencies. The Securities and Exchange Commission is already investigating MoveIt creator Progress Software, though it only just sent the company a subpoena in October and is still in the fact-finding inquiry phase of its probe. Thanks for listening. If you have a moment, rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Malik Saleh and Mariella Moon and was produced by Spoken Layer. Enjoy your weekend. I'll be back Monday with more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.